Hello and welcome to the Supernatural podcast. I'm Jill and I'm here with my podcasting partner, Daniel. Hello, Jill, and hello, listeners. Hello, listeners. And today we are going to be doing a podcast all about Dan, Dan's favourite topic of conversation. We've already done one of these and um, now we're going to do our second episode and it's all about conspiracy theories because Dan is big on the whole conspiracy theory thing. I haven't got any notes, but I reckon I can just talk about this off the top of my head. Dan's very prepared, so he's going to lead the way today, Dan. And I believe you've got a few conspiracy theories to hit us with to start. Yeah, so we're not going to do, I would call it the silly conspiracy theories. Things like, I don't know, Flat Earth, the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, UFOs. Although there is lots of conspiracies around those things, and I do find those interesting, some of them, (laughs) particularly UFOs. Yeah, like you said, we've already done one episode on conspiracy theories. But today I want to talk about three topics in particular which these things definitely exist. It's not a conspiracy, but it's kind of digging a little bit deeper and looking behind the curtain, so to speak, and seeing how these things operate. So I would like to talk about the education system, the royal family, and the government, and like how these things operate. And on a surface level, what we get shown, there's like there's deeper things go on behind the scenes. Well, or there might be, it's up to interpretation, but a little bit of food for thought on those three topics. That's what I want to talk about. They're not the ones I thought you were going to go with, to be fair. The education system, the royal family, and what was the other one? The government. The, the government, yeah. Well, the yeah. government are having a meltdown at the moment, haven't they? You know what? They switched the CERN Hadron Collider on yesterday, and then the, our government seems to have disappeared down it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> the last time they did it, we went into recession. Our money seemed to slip into it. This time the government's gone into it. Yeah, so, well, didn't you... I think you might have said it on another podcast. What's the definition of government? There's a Latin for to rule over people or something like that. It's got a little bit of a. I know we had we, last week we said the the etymology of the word mortgage, mm. but the word government comes from. It's kind of slightly sinister to to govern over. I think, um, mm. which obviously makes sense. But yeah. yeah, but yeah. So should we talk about government first? Actually, go on and let's go for the government. This is like. Um, so this is kind of, is this where we're going to go into anarchy then? Well, what I want to talk about with regards to government and like in voting in particular, see, I've never voted. Have you not? No, and the people are always surprised and like almost disgusted when I say that. That's, that's but to, disgusting. To me, it's like, it's the illusion of choice because no matter what you choose, it's kind of like, it's an old boys club and they make all these promises in the campaigns and then half the time they never do them anyway. But then four years later, people still vote again and they expect change and it never happens. So it's like that whole doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different different results. That's the kind mm-hmm. of way I see it. There's a lot of deception. There's a lot of lies. There's so much scandal in government. It's unbelievable. Things like insider trading. What was it during COVID when they were buying stocks and they were buying mm-hmm. this? Um, he bought stocks and shares in the, co- the PPE companies for all the masks and gloves and stuff. And then it was awarded to... A family member. The sister of Matt Hancock. Sister. I mean, it's just so, like, it's just so blatantly obvious. Who he'd previously just bought shares in. Yeah, it's like... He made himself it, a director. It happens worse in the, in the United States as well. It's, it's, what a tit. So, yeah, people get fired, they resign, they lose elections, but the, the show goes on, doesn't it? It's like there's a, there's a saying, doesn't matter who you choose, red or blue, you'll always get purple. It's like it's always the people at the top stay rich. And you get the information first. And, and then in this country, it's kind of like 
Boris and they all go to Eton College. I think it's 20 prime ministers have come out of Eton College since the 1800s, which is just astronomical. That's kind of like... It's a disgrace, really, isn't in, it? In, yeah, they get, taught, they get taught rhetoric, which is like how to persuade and maintain order over social groups. And they almost feel like this moral superiority that, you know, we, we run the country and just you, you working class peasants, you'll do what we say. We'll get away with it. We always do. And there'll be no repercussions. So, yeah. That's what I think about government. And that's why I don't vote, because it doesn't make a difference, in my opinion. OK, yeah, I get it. I, I've got this real problem, and I don't know what it is at the minute. I think it's like my feminine rising in me that I cannot bear to be told what to do by men, white men, middle-aged men in suits. Like, I've got a real problem with it. <laughs> you should have a real problem with anyone who makes decisions on behalf, like, and the, they're in charge of, like, people's lives. And well, it's when they bare-faced lying to you, and you can see it, yeah. and, they, and, they, and they get away with that repercussions. It's like, how much has Boris lied about fucking everything, it seems, for the past oh, like, he's, two years? He's, <laughs> he's just lied about everything, no repercussions. hasn't he? He's like, yeah. And then he's still, like, trying to cover up. Oh, yeah, it's not... You know, like, when we were just talking about this last night, you know, like, with politics. When Theresa May was Prime Minister, as a woman Prime Minister... At least you knew she was coming from a good place. Like the stuff that she was doing was in the interests of the country and within the parameters that she was able to operate in. Yeah. And that she was coming from a, a decent place of like trying to do the best with what she, with the crap hand that she'd been given at the time. With Boris, it's just like, you just, he's like a slippery eel, isn't he? Just, mm. you just don't know. He's like, a, I just see him as a snake. He's just. I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him. No, and that's the person who is supposedly in the leader of our country. And then you look in America, you've got sleepy Joe Biden, who is <sighs> basically if he was if he wasn't in the position he was, he'd probably be put in a like a, a senior citizen's home because he's obviously got dementia and or Alzheimer's. Because the other day he got he got off stage and he went to shake hands with someone who wasn't even there. He put his hand out and there was just no one there, <laughs> and he forgets words and he's. He's going to be the leader of America. But then that poses the question, how they, these people aren't really in charge, in my opinion. There's billionaires and trillionaires out there who actually pull oh, the strings. Yeah, there's there's understand. families and things who own banks and oil fields. And geopolitics that- goes far deeper than just us voting uh, for Labour or you know a different party. It doesn't actually make a difference when the real people who make the big decisions in the world, if they want it to happen, it will happen regardless of who's in charge. What was that? Um, what's that thing? The World Economic Forum. What was it called? Schwab. Klaus oh, Klaus Schwab. Schwab and George Soros. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so they they're running the show, the, aren't they? The Great Reset. Yes, they're they're all saying like people like uh, Rishi Sunak and everybody attends the World Economic Forum and it's just like they're just deciding what to do, what each government will do, and how they'll run the place. Yeah, things like banks have more have more say than governments do mm. um because some banks own more money than countries <laughs> so yeah it doesn't like imagine if you live in a country which is like pretty low down the list in terms of gdp and there's 10 banks in the world who have more money than you that government in your country doesn't have that much say if a bank wants to fund a country to go in and take over the oil in your country yeah like, doesn't matter what government you vote for <laughs> yeah exactly and then and, the pharmaceutical companies we haven't even got there yet like what do they want? What really, really, what would the World Economic Forum want us to be? They want us to be sick. So we're constantly on 
pharmaceuticals that pharmaceutical yeah. companies are making. They want us to be just pawns in their game of economic drive forward, don't they? Yeah. They want you from the womb to the tomb, get you addicted to pharmaceuticals. And like we've said this before, a lot of these pharmaceutical pharmaceutical companies actually own food companies as well. Mm. So they make the food really low quality and have chemicals and pesticides on them. So they like make you like inflammatory and sick and they provide the solution which you need to take for the rest of your life. So they've, they've got you. Yeah, so they want you sick till the grave. Uh, they want you kind of addicted to things like alcohol and cigarettes because they tax that quite a lot. So they get more money from that. They get your money from the tax that they've done. They want you to work nine to five. That's why our education system is set from nine to five, isn't it? You know, like yeah, I'm going to talk about this in the education part. Oh, okay, believe me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? How really. They want you just to be subordinate and just to do what they say. That's why they don't like people who are healthy because healthy people can think for themselves. Yeah, and that's why free thinkers and people who really stand up for it often wake up dead, don't they? People who go to really start to gain a following, they, um, they don't like that. So there's been multiple, probably thousands of cases of people who have been very healthy, radical free thinkers trying to stand up against governments and these were leaders and apparently they all commit suicide by shooting themselves twice <laughs> with different caliber bullets <laughs> and things like that and leaving a suicide <laughs> note it's just so suspicious who was that who shot himself twice i can't remember who it was, uh, it was a famous case where i don't know who it was but they got um they were found dead and they were shot twice apparently by suicide but the bullets were from two different guns so if you tell me how that works yeah and then there was that guy who shot himself who was the whistleblower for the gulf war wasn't he oh really yeah 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 the guy who um invented this was back in the i think it was the 80s maybe or the early 90s when he invented a car that ran on water and he apparently yeah. committed suicide yeah i mean what was he that seems like a logical decision when he's when people stop after using oil and petrol and diesel you know yeah. trillions upon trillions of pounds everyone would save i, I, imagine I don't it... get this whole <laughs> switch to electric I, I totally get come off fossil fuels but how did they make electric? Like, isn't it mostly coal-driven power stations that make electric right yeah, now? Yeah, if, if you look into that, like how much um, how much pollution you cause in the earth by having bloody lithium mining stuff, and uh, and then people think, oh well, it's the whole thing of people think, oh, electric cars, but you know, you still have to make batteries. Yeah, like, which is from yeah. lithium, which they're digging out of some poor old country. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot of the conspiracy around. Um, the recent gas price hikes and everything like that. It's just to make electric car companies and things like that really wealthy. It's, it's what you call a false flag. Um, you force people into buying electric because you just make gas so expensive. But who knows? But anyway, okay. Gov government, anyway, yeah, I just don't so believe it. So we're not it. really voting for... Well, to be honest, when I worked for the government, I was there when the change of government happened. Um, and you know what? Everybody's still there working. The social, what they call the plumbing what they call them the civil servants are still all mm. there it's just a change at the top layer and then suddenly you just put different spins on things and the competent people are still running the country and it's the incompetent people who run the government yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah you, you're thinking that you're, you're voting for a certain party but a lot of these parties they all think in short-term solutions as well because they know they probably won't be there for like four, and they're thinking about political stuff like yeah like four to eight years and really some 
long lasting change and like changing the healthcare system might take 20, 30, 40 years. So why would you really look to the core root of the problem when they know they're not going to be here in 40 or eight years? So it never gets yeah. sorted, does it? But they promise the earth to people and never do it. So that's why I think voting is just futile. And if you do it, it just, I don't know, you just seem gullible because you're, you're just voting for the lesser Dan, of two evils. Apathy is, is the source of all evil. No, I'm not, I'm not apathetic against it. I just don't believe in it. <laughs> I took Did that you vote I for Brexit? That I really don't. I didn't vote. Didn't understand it. Didn't believe a word anyone was saying about it. That was the, well, Brexit went on. For, how long did Brexit go on for? Ages. Then once people voted, they tried to re-vote again. Yeah, because so, it didn't get the right vote. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it yeah, but all that money that was going to be, we were saving, that was going to fund the NHS. That worked, didn't it? You yeah. remember he was on a big bluff bus saying, Boris oh, is travelling around a bus saying like £25 billion or something is going to go into the NHS. Yeah, that's like letting people vote and then you don't trust the vote. So everyone's created equal. Yeah, but obviously some are more equal than others because if you don't get the right system, if you don't get the right answer, we'll just do it again. It happens in the States. What was it? All the, all the voting machines, where a lot of the voting machines all of a sudden stopped working. Yeah. <laughs> all the ballot machines. Just <laughs> it's not the vote we want. Quick, <laughs> stop Turn it off, machine. yeah. Yeah, yeah. just caught a George Orwell there. Yeah. Well, the voting made a difference. They wouldn't let us do it. Someone famous said that, and I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, come on then with your next one. Right, we'll we'll change gears. We'll go for the royal family because you'll probably know quite a lot about this. I like the, I like the Queen. I won't have a word said against the Queen. She looks like my grand. <laughs> right. I won't mention the Queen, but <laughs> everyone else queen. is in for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this one kind of came about. Obviously, we were celebrating the Queen's Jubilee recently. Platinum. Platinum, Platinum Jubilee. Jubilee. Was it a month ago or something? And it was just the way all of the negative press and the scandals were just never mentioned. And it's not as if there isn't any of them because there's some pretty significant ones, isn't there? Yeah. Um, and one of the biggest things of people who are against the royal family, which I kind of used to say as well, was that the, the taxpayer pays millions upon millions. I think the estimate was 100 million the cost of taxpayer every year. But actually, in terms of tourism and stuff, I think the royal family do actually make money for the country. So I can't really put that against them. But but yeah, it was just the way like the, the scandals are just brushed under the carpet. And there's some really significant ones, um, probably Diana being the biggest one. It's not definite what happened, but I think most people, most people like good instinct, you know, and something just smells a little bit fishy. <laughs> there was something going on there, definitely, wasn't there? She didn't yeah. just die in a random car accident. I mean, and anyone who thinks she did then, well, it's up to you. But I was still quite young. And even then, I remember thinking, like, it's, no, like someone of that higher status, it just, it just wouldn't happen. It just yeah. wouldn't happen. Um, it was like a symbol, symbolism of it all. She was Diana, the god of hunting, and she got hunted down by the goddess of hunting. She hmm. got hunted down by the paparazzi. It was like biblical or kind of... I don't know, symbolic in its everything about it. Mm. It was like it was pre-written. So do you think it was just the paparazzi getting in the way of the car and caused it to crash? Well, that's what everyone said, wasn't it? That was what the evidence pointed towards. Mm. But she was having an affair with a with what's his face, the son of the Harrods guy, wasn't he? Dodie fired. Yeah, he was very rich. Yeah. Um. So maybe he wasn't the best. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So the, the conspiracy is like Prince Charles was, but didn't he have an, an affair with Camilla Parker Bowles for like ten years anyway? This yeah. was all happening. So he was he was already with Camilla. So there was a 
a very unhappy relationship going on there. Diana was well, they'd already off with Dodie divorced Fayette. by then, hadn't they? They'd yeah, they'd been divorced. Died. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a year. So Diana was in a re- relationship with Dodie Fayed, but he was a Muslim. It seems as though the royal family don't like you. Don't like you if you're not white and British, and you know. <laughs> so, well, you, you saw what happened to um. He's the queen of the Commonwealth. <laughs> you saw what happened to um, Megan. Can't say that. No, I'm not, this is a conspiracy. <laughs> okay, I'm saying this. This. This is. This is just a theory out there, okay? Okay. So Megan kind of got outcast. If Diana was to marry Dodie Fayed, a Muslim, um, of different colour, again, it's it's not within the royal family's heritage. Doesn't look good. And then you get Prince Harry wearing a bloody Nazi uniform when he's at these fancy dress party. That didn't look good. <laughs> that was a while uh, Prince Prince Andrew was on <laughs> Epstein's island. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was that what he was there on Epstein's. I mean, there, that, yeah. that was bad. I'm not sure about the Diana one, and I won't have you said anything against the Queen, but Prince Andrew, now he's a whole different kettle of fish. He's a complete twonk. Did you see that interview where he was? I'm surprised he even agreed to the interview. He just dug the hole so much deeper. And if oh, anyone God, thought he was, he was innocent, cannot possibly think he was innocent after that interview. When you say I, I don't sweat. Like, what's all that about? Well, he's just an idiot. And he was in Pizza Hut. Yeah, and he, he remembered the date and where he was. Like, how long was it? Like 17 years ago or something? Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't say what he ordered. And, <laughs> you know, It's just, he is a complete idiot. Did you see that um, song that was at number one when the Queen, <laughs> I mean, bless the Queen, like her son, there was a song at number one called Prince Andrew is a Sweaty Nonce. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Did you know the song? No, no, I didn't know. It was at number one, but um, yeah, he was—he used his privilege for ill gains. Mm. Something dodgy there. There's something dodgy about that whole Epstein thing. Like, still, like, how is that, Jelaine? Like, this—this this is a conspiracy theory, Dan. Like, a current one that's going on. How come that Jelaine Maxwell, however you pronounce the name, she's been arrested, rightly so, arrested and put in prison for twenty years. But where are the men who actually... No one, else, no one else has been even interviewed. No, like, uh, where are all the men who she was providing these girls for? Yeah. Like, Prince Andrew was one. He's kind of gotten off by paying off the woman. Then Jerry Epstein, he's committed suicide quite conveniently because he had a yeah. little black book with everything in. And, and the camera footage of cell was mysteriously vanished as well. Yeah. So there was definitely links with Bill Clinton and they've got Bill the guest Gates. they've got the guest list of the the chartered flights to the island, haven't they? Yeah, Bill Gates. So he, he had to come out and admit that he'd had a meal with Jerry Epstein and mm. apologize for that. And his wife, him and his wife, have suddenly split up with slightly irreconcilable mm. differences. So, but people with this much power and money, they've got so much influence over people who mayor claws and bring justice or yeah. so-called justice to the world they'll, they'll never be punished because money how, talks what did jerry epstein have on these people because i watched that documentary on netflix about him and he had like cameras in every room and stuff and he was filming all these people like mm. you don't know what like he could have had footage of prince andrew with one of these girls and that's why prince andrew didn't dare open his mouth because he knew oh, that God, somebody's yeah. got that footage somewhere yeah that's and why watch, like Going back to Prince Andrew, you, you watch the interview he did and a blind man on a galloping horse could have just looked at his body language 
and just the way he was talking that like he was he was guilty like it, Oh, a, ch- God, a child yeah. could have understood he wasn't telling the truth. Do you know, like our, our human instincts can tell when someone's lying. And he just, yeah. like you say, he just seems slippery, like just like an awful person. And but yeah, there's um, the truth will never come out about that Epstein thing because there's too much money and there's too many high-profile people involved. That yeah, yeah, there's it's it's really quite sadistic when you start talking about these paedophile sex rings of people in power and stuff. It's it's sick, and there are some diligent people trying to like get it out there in the public, but. God, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty horrific that one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's a conspiracy theory of in in the light at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, the royal family. I think they've got the the foot in there somewhere doing stuff like that. There's a lot of things we won't know about, but there's some, like you say, even just those few high profile ones. They're not they're not as squeaky clean as what they kind of made to look like on the BBC, are they? No, no. Well, I don't think anybody is, but yeah, mm. uh, the royal family as well, like. They own, like, the Queen is the biggest landowner or something in the UK, is that right? She's, right. like, one of the richest women in the world. Yeah. Um, I think so, it's the yeah. Catholic Church, the biggest landowners in the country, aren't they? Are they? I think I've heard that before, yeah. But, yeah, I imagine the Queen's <laughs> pretty She'll much up there. She will be. But, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And it's just what? You're just, you're just born into it, and that's it. And that's a bit of a thing, heavy like... contract to take on, though, isn't it? Yeah, so we're going to talk about the education system next and one of the things i was talking about i was going to talk about in the ed- education education system was that we teach an incomplete version of history we never talk about how britain colonized the rest of the world it was through violence wasn't it you know the oh, british God, empire yeah. the british empire you know fly the flag proudly british serve the queen um god save our gracious queen well the british empire was won by us having better technology than these tribes on these islands sailing over there with our great navy and raping and pillaging and taking with force <laughs> the british empire does that ever get taught <laughs> well, it's starting to now isn't it but yeah you're right um but equally the roman empire did the same thing the ottoman empire did the same thing it doesn't make it right but it's there's a heck of a lot of empires have that's how an empire happens isn't it yeah it still happens to this day maybe not people um don't create empires but countries like us in the united states will create a false flag and then go and invade a country and take over the oil fields and things like that um under false pretenses like weapons of mass destruction which they never found and things like like there's conspiracies about pearl harbor was just was actually inflicted by the americans on themselves as an excuse to step into the war Mm -hmm. um the war in vietnam what was the was it the Bay of Tonkin, where there was a a Navy ship was sank, killing 300 sailors? Um, and they reckon they did it themselves. Then they could step into Vietnam and invade there. Mm. So these things do happen. A lot with... of that kind of stuff goes on where they drop a bomb somewhere and say, oh, look, there's a bomb dropped. And really, they dropped it themselves. Dropped it themselves. Yeah, it's called a false flag. It's a really common move. Um, again, it's all conspiracy, but there's, there's a vast amount of information out there which doesn't get spoke about in the mainstream. And mm. it, it, but if it's and it could be false, it absolutely could be. But there's there's far too much information out there to at least not be investigated a little bit, um, or even just spoke about. But yeah, the education system is next on my list, or the indoctrination okay. system, as I'm going to call it. Okay, go on then. Let's hear about the indoctrination system. Well, the the main one is just I think everyone would agree with this because you hear it all the time. It's just like when I went to school, probably when you went to school and kids these days, you learn a lot of useless impractical stuff at school don't you like it doesn't mm. seem like it's it's quite obvious why don't we learn more practical things 
as you move into like your adolescence and your your early adult years why don't you learn like financial literacy and and how laws work and logic and health and first aid and self-defense and household skills these things are so applicable and you need them i know your parents and your family and your friends you're meant to teach you as well but you could easily introduce it into the school system so when you're doing maths you could apply it to how to apply for a mortgage this is how you work your taxes out if you save this much in a private pension now this is what you're going to earn for the rest of your life when you retire i didn't have a clue about any of that stuff mm. i was expected to learn it all on my own that seems like common sense to me to teach these things mm. and would it would it take that much to implement these things into school no to me it no. seems not what about teaching them about the laws of attraction and vibration being everything yeah energy so, Instead of, so I went to primary school, I went to a non-religious school, yet we still sat down, I said the Lord's Prayer, we sang hymns, we went to Harvest Festival, even though it was a non-religious school, imagine if we took all our time doing those things every day, like doing prayers and hymns and stuff, and practice meditation as a child. Mm, meditation, meditation, and stretching, that kind of thing, yeah, that yeah. would have been good, wouldn't it? Yeah, instead we were forced to say a prayer to a God which... I hadn't decided whether they existed or not. <laughs> you just you just told that he's there. Um, you told that you that God exists. Yeah, say this Lord's prayer to this man in the sky. Um, I've got a problem with the Lord. Like I've just got a problem with men at the minute. Like why are men leading everything? Like the Lord's prayer. Like why yeah, can't why, it be the goddess prayer? Why is yeah? Why is the stereotypical image of God uh, a man? A white and older white man. Probably because yeah. all the white men are the ones who run the world. Yeah, exactly. You indoctrinated into that old white man will run the world. Yeah. And it's, and it's an, auth an authority figure, isn't it? What's it called? Your God programming. God programming, yeah. So whenever um, you're ill, you're expecting an old white man to fix you, the doctor. Yeah, you look to an authority figure, don't you? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so that's the education system. My first point is, why don't we just learn more practical things? It's it just it would seem like such common sense, and everyone says it, don't they? Yeah, um, well, don't they have the skill days so that it run a long time like this the work days as well, so that you yeah get exactly indoctrinated into work. Yep, exactly, and even things like the the bell going and listening to the teacher and calling them sir and miss. It's again, it's leading you into being a worker and not a free thinker, and submitting to authority. It's a perfect system, isn't it? Mm -hmm. When you're taught from being four-year-old to you start at nine, you finish at three. When the bell goes, you have your dinner. This is when you get your two breaks. That person's in charge of you and you're quiet when they talk. It's just you, you're built to be a worker, not a free thinker. And then you think about some of the people who are terrible at school and go on to be like multi-millionaires and business owners. But they suck at the education system because school teaches us what to think, not how to think. And some people are really terrible at like just regurgitating information. Isn't it there's like four or five different types of learning? There's mm -hmm. visual learning, auditory learning, practical learning. And most people are not very good at just visual learning, copying out of a textbook. But the whole education system is based on how good are you at memorizing what's in this book and then writing it down for an exam when the book's not there. And such mm. a small percentage of people are actually good at that. Whereas the vast majority of people are actually better at getting involved and doing stuff practical and then teaching it themselves. That's how you really learn. But the whole system is just built on this one linear way of learning. And it just, it's really unfair on a lot of people. Yeah, you're right, Dan. Yeah. What did Einstein say? You can't judge 
of the intelligence of a fish by asking it to climb a tree. Yeah, that's exactly the, the analogy there. And yeah, it was a good point, like you say, we we taught to obey orders, like listen to the authority, work Monday to Friday. You still go to school Monday to Friday as well, just like you work Monday to Friday. There are I'm alternatives. I'm my boys differently. <laughs> yeah, there's alternatives. You, you can homeschool. There's things called Steiner schools. The, the big argument is, well, if you homeschool, kids won't learn to interact. Well, they've still got the weekend. They've still got like after three o'clock when school finishes to interact with the friends. They'll still go to sports clubs and play with the friends in the street. That's. Do you think they're going to grow up like and be antisocial because they haven't gone to school? Of course, they yeah. won't still going to have friends and family and stuff, aren't they? Yeah, you're right, Dan. So do you think like this whole modern society is a whole conspiracy? How do you think society um, I, would live if we didn't have a government? I think like humans will always look to people of power. I think it's in our nature. Like there's all even like ancient tribes had a, a chief in, in, in the tribe, but there were normally wise elders who would experience life and they could pass knowledgeable information not, down. Not like Boris. Is he not a wise elder? <laughs> yeah. Is, is Boris a wise elder? The queen. Is, now she's a wise elder. Well, is Biden a wise elder? <laughs> yeah. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. That's how like. Society will always look um, for people, for like our our wise elders to guide us correctly, but I just, that just doesn't happen. Um, See, that's I why know. I think the Queen does actually come in, because she is a wise elder. If you're born with that much privilege, like it, it's, it can be hard to act normal in society, I imagine. Yeah. Because like you would have to you mix never, in the same circles all, all yeah. the time. And then when you step out of that, I don't know, maybe while that's someone like Prince Charles, has, uh, Prince Andrew has these weird desires because he you hasn't lived a normal cosseted. life. But there's, there's regular working class people who do horrible things as well, so you can't really blame that. But yeah, another thing about the education system anyway, this is one thing that I really don't like, is the moral superiority of people who get like good grades at school and who go to like expensive universities and stuff. Mm. Like they use it as bragging rights, like a status symbol. But really it's based, yeah, they do have to work hard to get there. But again, because they can memorise information and do well on tests, compared to someone who thinks a lot more practically and they might go and get an apprenticeship and earn while you learn. But people have this moral superiority thing that they went to Oxford or Cambridge or even like you see a lot of the Durham University students, they rub you up the wrong way just the way they bloody talk. You can see the attitude on them. It's this, it's this like bragging rights because they've gone to a good university. And it's not everyone, obviously. And some yeah. of them work very hard to get there. But there's definitely comes like a, a lot of it's from the parents as well. They like their kids to go to a good school and our child is better than you. Yeah. Yeah, don't like that. Like Eaton, like we said, 20 prime ministers have gone to Eaton. <laughs> We've set you off now, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's having a rant now. <laughs> um, what about yeah, public think... skills? What do you think about public skills? Or private skills? What do they call them? Well, no, public skills is what like, we went to. A private skills where you pay your mm. tuition well, every, every term. But then they a public school education, don't they? In the main that's, that's an American school. term, isn't it? It's different. I, I think it does my head in. I don't understand it. Yeah. I think American public school education is like our version of private. Yeah. Yeah. Which is backward, isn't it? In my experience, I've not met many people who have gone to private schools over here, but the few that have don't seem any more intelligent or well-rounded. Maybe they are. I don't know. No, I don't think they are. I think some of the time it gives them a false sense of society as well. Yeah. A false sense of entitlement as well. Yeah. That's some say that moral superiority because... The parents can afford to send them to a, a, a so-called better school. It doesn't make them any more educated. A lot of the time they end up rebelling mm. because they just want to be like a normal person. But yeah, the whole thing with the education system is I know people need to be educated. Great. We should learn more from wise elders. But 
I, I just think the practical side of education, it, the whole syllabus could be taught in a lot more practical way for kids and just and teach them practical stuff. Then you would go into your adolescent years just knowing that adult life is pretty difficult and it's going to hit you hard, but at least you know like the basics. That's what I would say anyway. So it's not a conspiracy. It's it's more of just like a the conspiracy side of it comes with you're taught that you're you're not taught what to think. You're taught how to think. No, the other way around. (laughs) You're not taught how to think. Yeah, but the other what was it? Um, what's that quote? Don't let your school and get in your way of your education. Mark Twain. This is probably going to make me sound thick, but who was Mark Twain? Oh God, you don't know who Mark Twain was. My education education goes. Oh, well, this is where your education fell down. He was a, yeah. an author, an American author, an activist. He wrote Huckleberry uh, Finn. Have you ever heard of Huckleberry Finn? Yeah, I've heard of it. Don't know what it is, but yeah, Tales and Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Right. Yeah, it was like a really famous book. When we were kids, there was a whole TV program on. Yeah, but Mark Twain was um, an author. So, is there any other? conspiracies which you thought i was going to talk about i thought you were going to talk about ufos and stonehenge i'm not really savvy on stonehenge but i do like ufos i must admit and the ufo space has been alive the last couple of years yeah now the, the, since that navy thing yeah and all the, like the and but it's the fact that the pentagon are now admitting that this footage exists it's like why why were they all of a sudden after, why now as well why after, now never ever releasing any footage before why would they all of a sudden do it that's strange isn't it yeah but with ufos it's like it's because i want to believe in them so bad i want them to exist but i still cannot bring myself to say that they definitely do because there's just no good enough footage yet have you ever seen one i've took a photo where i thought there's one in the photograph before but still it could have just been something else i took a photo of one last night on my way home from work you can see this on my facebook page people that does look like ufo it's blocking out the sun it was the mothership coming for us (laughs) It was a cloud, actually, but it does look like UFO, doesn't it? Does it look like UFO, yeah. When I was in Wales the other week and I took a photo, it was like the sun had just gone down. There was a really nice silhouette of like two mountains. So I took a photo of it. And then I looked at the photo back. There was a big like um, neon green like stripe going across the screen. It was ET. Obviously ET. <laughs> it was obviously ET. Um, yeah, so yeah, there Welsh, was a lot it was of UFO stuff. Like... I had a vision the other day of how Stonehenge got built, right? You know how they're always going on about, they don't know how they got the rocks there because they're massive rocks and they've worked out where the rocks came from. They found the quarry, which is in Wales, which is like 500 miles miles away away or something from the Stonehenge place. So I was telling Stephen my new theory was that they floated them there on balloons. (laughs) Because there's no rivers that run there, so they couldn't put them on the river. Right. So they must have used the air. And had like big Zeppelin kind of things. All right, yeah. Yeah. Weren't we talking about this last week where you can, where you find the resonance of certain materials and then you can make things vibrate at a certain frequency and then oh, you can yeah, move yeah. them. Yeah. Like all the pyramids were essentially built. Well, that's a theory anyway. Yeah, so the, oh, they could have just made the noise of the resonance and moved them there. Yeah. Is there any um, other sites around the world which are similar to Stonehenge? There must be. No. Is there? Not as big stones as them. Mm. Have, you been? have you been to Stonehenge? No, but I'd like to go. How have you not been to Stonehenge? That's know, it's biggest... a travesty, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Like... One day I was down in somewhere taunting. I was like, is Stonehenge near here? <laughs> I was there for work. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, it's about 50 miles away. And I was like, oh, because I was thinking that I was just going to go after I'd finished work before I got my train. Mm. I didn't have time. Yeah, you would never leave, though. That's the thing. 
honestly I get invited to go to Glastonbury quite a few times and over the years and I really really need to go not to the festival to Glastonbury just to the tour yeah they reckon like with regards to the festival you can go and like there's not even to see any music there's loads of other hippie shit going on and you yeah. can go and have a, a good time doing that yeah I'm quite, quite happy doing all the hippie shit but um they reckon it turns into the UK's biggest town like third biggest town or something oh yeah the amount of people there yeah it's interesting yeah it? yeah so anyway yeah so that's interesting that what we've spoken about today dan so are you a robot for the government that's what we're really asking isn't it are you trying are you sick are you dependent on the government yeah are you, you looking for someone to, to bail you out all the time because it's not going to happen you are there to provide money and to be a worker for people in charge or most of us are anyway the amount of tax yeah. we pay and the amount of stuff we get addicted to and the amount of our lives we work for little to no money and then you retire for a couple of years and then you, you pass away. I was reading this good thing yesterday. It was about um, cyclists and it was saying, the reason why government doesn't want you to ride your bike, firstly, you're not buying cars. Secondly, you're not buying fuel. Third, so you, you have no economic value because you, you're cycling. No road and tax or anything. No road tax, no nothing. So you cycle to work. You're actually staying fit and healthy. And then at the end, it said pedestrians, even worse, because they don't even buy a bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's really good. So I was like, yeah, that's actually really true. And I think with in terms of economics, it's so obvious how people are just getting financially raped at the moment it's absolutely scandalous and then oh, you got these big corporations like amazon and people who pay no tax on trillions of profit <laughs> yeah it's, just it's unreal isn't it yeah. like how they can tax us to the hilt and then not tax amazon yeah i used to always get taught when i was a, when i was a kid it wasn't didn't get taught this but i used to hear people always say you're better off being mega rich or mega poor because all the people in the middle the 99.9 percent people that's where all the money comes from yeah it's true it is it's it's true isn't it because mm-hmm. if you've gotten out then the government will they'll give you just enough food and just enough money to, to live just to, to get by and if you're mega rich you can set up corporations and get tax loopholes through clever accountants and stuff but all the people in the middle those are the, those are the ones who pay taxes yeah and do all the hard labor for now but that, but that being said, we're still fortunate to live in a country of like the quality of living we have still. But it's still oh, frustrating yeah. to see all the, like you say, all is these there governments. Any government that isn't corrupt. Well, yeah, that's true. It's probably in human nature, isn't it? I think we're, we're in a fortunate position that we can talk like this. If we're in China, we wouldn't even be able to say yeah, absolutely. stuff that we're saying about old Bojo. Yeah, there's not, there's not an internet that exists over there where you could talk about anything, is there? Yeah. So anyway, hope you've enjoyed listening to our rambles and Dan's rants about education. Yeah, a little bit different today. Yeah. And we'll, get, we'll get back to some health topics next week. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about UFOs as well. <laughs> I like a good UFO to chat as well. So um, yeah, have a um, great week, everyone. And we'll see you um, next week. Bye.